All right, usually I begin every episode with a question of the day, but it seems that the questions are coming to me. The big one being, why did Candace Owens and Kanye West wear White Lives Matter t-shirts last night at his Yeezy Season 9 show here in Paris? I'm still in Paris. Here is the shirt, by the way. If you're listening, you can probably find it anywhere online. It seems we broke the internet, but if you're watching, here it is, the Notorious White Lives Matter shirt, which has inspired a meltdown, a breakdown for some people. I think my question is, why? Why did this t-shirt or our t-shirts inspire such a meltdown for so many people? I'm going to talk to you about the breakfast that I just had with Ye and some further remarks that he made on his Instagram. All that and more today on Candace Owens. All right, guys, before we continue, I want to take a quick second to talk to you about Birch Gold. In this unpredictable economy, it's extremely important to protect your savings from big government and big banks. You can do that by diversifying into gold with Birch Gold. Investing in gold is an excellent way to hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold Group has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Candace to 989898 and Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on diversifying into gold tax-free. Take necessary steps to hedge against inflation today and protect your hard-earned money. Get your free info kit by texting Candace to 989898 now. All right, guys, it is true. The internet is broken. You cannot use the internet today. It's not working anywhere in the world because I wore a t-shirt alongside Ye West, Kanye West, which read White Lives Matter. And God forbid, God forbid you wear a t-shirt that says White Lives Matter. We wore this for his Yeezy season nine fashion show here in Paris. And people are upset. They're very upset about that. They're going, why on earth? How could you? How dare you wear this shirt? How dare you make a mockery of the BLM movement? In addition to this, in case you missed it on Kanye West's Instagram page, he wrote this. Everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. That is the only response or the only thing that he has said publicly about wearing the T-shirt. And you obviously know if you're watching this where I stand on the Black Lives Matter movement. In fact, I'm doing an entire documentary to expose the fraudulent nature of that movement and the organization that stood behind it and benefited billions and billions of dollars uh, because they elicited elicited black grief. Uh, they sold black people a concept of their oppression. They used poorer black Americans as a marketing firm for their organization. And where did that money go? Well, certainly not to black America. So I had this wonderful thing this morning, this wonderful experience, and I'll tell you why it was wonderful. I had breakfast with Ye. Um, at his hotel. And it was wonderful because it was one of those moments where I realized how far I've come from where I was. The first time that I ever came to Paris, ironically, I was having breakfast with a woman whose family I worked for, and she was so awful to me. And I'll never forget this moment because it almost ruined Paris for me. It was a, a wealthy woman who told me as we sat in her hotel, which was the George Sank Hotel, she said, Candace, 
A girl like you shouldn't even be here. Look how expensive the omelet is that you're eating. Do you see how expensive it is? An omelet is $35. A girl like you can't afford this hotel or you can't, you can't afford to stay here. And I remember I was so upset uh, that when I left that breakfast, I was crying because I was so angry that anybody had spoken to me like that. And fast forward, I guess, more than 10 years now, and I am sitting at a hotel with having an omelet, by the way, uh, with Yay West. And we are discussing the internet, which we just broke over this t-shirt. And I just started jotting down some things that he was saying because he was actually giving an interview uh, to another magazine. And he said, I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. I love, I loved that statement, so I wrote it down. He also said, quote, utopia is possible for it not who we are being led by. I'm going to say that again. Utopia is possible for it not who we are being led by, which of course leads me to think about Black Lives Matter again and these people who claim to be leaders and knew that what they were doing was further dividing the masses. I mean, the whole idea here via the Black Lives Matter movement was to make sure that black people saw oppression and saw white supremacy surrounding them and convincing them that if they leaned into this narrative, that somehow their lives would be better. It was a mirage. Actually, that's a a word that Ye used during the breakfast too. It was basically a mirage, right? This idea that somehow all we needed to do was burn down our own neighborhoods. All we needed to do was have our youth wearing a George Floyd t-shirt. All we needed to do was loot targets um, and loot these expensive stores and somehow justice would be delivered. And of course it wasn't. There is a deep irony and a sad irony when you consider that wearing a t-shirt has led such a tremor throughout the world, right? A t-shirt that says white lives matter, which should be implied, right? White lives matter, black lives matter, Asian lives matter. It should be implied. Yet people are angry and they are being vicious online because they can't believe that we have the audacity to detract from the movement, which is a lie, right? Black lives matter. If black lives matter, then some of these things that we have been talking about on this show, things I've been talking about throughout my entire political career would be getting attention, not the t-shirt, right? Not the t-shirt, but these actual statistics that matter. And here are just a few of them. 117,626 black children were killed by surgical abortion in the United States in 2018, right? Those are recent statistics. Just so we are clear, Abortion in America has contributed to the greatest decline in black population since the first black slaves arrived. You will hear people often talk about um, lynching. This is like a new thing. They like to, they like neoliberalism. They could talk about lynching and they compare everything to lynchings. It's just like being lynched, 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 lynched. Well, for your reference, you should know that 4,467 people in the United States were victims of lynchings from 1883 to 1941. 3,265 of those people were black. And you keep talking about lynching as this horrific thing that's happened in the past, right? And yet when you say to people today, that 20 million black infants were aborted. They don't even blink an eye. They don't even bat an eyelash. No, no, less than batting an eyelash. They tell those same black people that they need to be outraged when a Planned Parenthood clinic shuts down. 
20 million. When you talk about people that are killed in the millions, when you talk about uh, the Jewish Holocaust, when you talk about the Rwandan Holocaust, people are, oh my gosh, oh my, this is horrible. Of course, because it is horrible. But for whatever reason, since we have convinced ourselves to genocide our own offspring, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They don't bat us. In fact, they tell you that it is your right. So think about that. 20 million black babies. And yet a t-shirt is what got attention last night. In 2012, more black babies were killed by abortion in New York City than were born. Imagine that your abortion rate being higher than your live birth rate in a city. And they celebrate it. Do you remember notoriously? The governor lit up the city pink when they talked about expanding abortion rights, expanding the black genocide, light up the skyscrapers pink. It is a win. A win for who, though, is the question. A win for who? 79% of planned parenthood abortion facilities are located within walking distance of neighborhoods that have a higher proportion of Latina and Black women. But that's not the only thing that's killing Black America, literally. We also know obesity is killing Black America. I wish, you know what we should have done? We should have put a White Lives Matter t-shirt on Lizzo. Maybe we could have gotten a lot of attention about obesity and how it's actually killing Black Americans. Obesity is the number one killer in America, okay? I know Black Lives Matter told you it was police shootings, right? And made you think that thousands of Black men were dying at the hands of police. No, no, absolutely not. I think in the year um, 2020, was it nine unarmed Black men were killed by police? Nine of them? But obesity is killing people at a very high rate, and Black women have the highest rates of obesity. So the number one killer, and of course, we sit at the top of it. Black women, 56.9% of us are classified as obese. We shouldn't talk about that. You know why? Because it didn't have a t-shirt on it that said white lives matter. Talk about criminality. No one wants to talk about it if you're not talking about a police officer, right? People don't want to talk about the fact that black people are slaughtering other black people. People don't want to talk about black on black crime. It doesn't matter because we're doing it to ourselves, right? Just like we're aborting our own babies. Applaud it. Applaud it. In fact, put it in the music. Put the criminality in the music and celebrate it. Give it a Grammy. Give black criminality a Grammy so that we understand that this is ours. Sit in the cool club, right? Now we know what it means to be black. Now we know what it means to not be a traitor to your own race. Murder your own race. And if you don't do it in your womb, grab a gun. Kill the guy next to you. Applause all around the world. Per the CDC, African Americans are four times more likely to be killed by a gun than the overall population. And once again, it's not a white person that is pulling the trigger. It's another black person. We account for almost 40% of all of the homicide offenders in the United States. 40% coming from the smallest piece of the population. We're talking about, what, 7% of the population is black men, and they're accounting for 40% of all of the homicides in the United States. But let's not talk about that. In fact, let's call that racist to even acknowledge that truth, to talk about the ills in our own community. That's racism. Let's Let's just move on for it. People love to talk about the incarceration rates, right? Because the incarceration rates allow you 
to understand the result without ever having to talk about the problem, right? You don't have to talk about the equation. I'll just give you the answer. Black men are, are incarcerated, right? It says here that there are nearly five times the rate of black men in prison than white people. Oh, perfect narrative. It must be racism. No, it has nothing to do with the fact that we're the most murderous group in America. It has nothing to do with that. Of course, one plus one equals two, but let's focus on the two and not the one plus one. Let's focus on everything except for the fact that we also know that these individuals that are ending up in prison or these individuals that are ending up killed or these infants that are being taken out of their mother's own womb, they're all coming from broken families, families that have been strategically broken down in a culture that promotes, further promotes the breakdown of family, that corrodes the value of women, that corrodes the value of men. But hey, that wasn't wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. So who cares? Who cares? Who cares if 20 million black babies are dead? Who cares if half of our black men are locked up? Who cares if black women, half of them are clinically obese and spelling out their own death sentences? Who cares if we represent 40% of all homicide offenders? It doesn't matter because we didn't put it in a Black Lives Matter tea. You know what else doesn't matter? It doesn't matter at all. The education statistics. Don't even pay attention to the fact that 74% of black boys in California can't pass a basic reading exam. You know why? Because we love ignorance. We should celebrate ignorance, right? Who cares that across five schools in an inner city like Baltimore, they couldn't find a single child that was proficient in reading and in writing? Who cares? Who cares that three out of four black boys in California schools cannot meet writing standards? Who cares? It's not in a White Lives Matter t-shirt, so we won't talk about the fact that nearly 80% of black boys in the fourth grade failed to meet state reading standards. None of that stuff, for whatever reason, resonates. No one's ever outraged. It never trends on Twitter. Last night, White Lives Matter was trending on Twitter because Kanye West had the nerve and the gall to put that t-shirt on. White Lives Matter. Now, now the, the press, how dare you? How dare you? What a form of engaging in white supremacy. None of this that I just read to you is white supremacy, but the T-shirt is a form of white supremacy. You know what the problem is? The problem is not what's happening inside the households or what's happening on the streets or the slaughtering that's taken place. The problem is not the women that have been trained to kill their own offspring, not to raise their sons, the men that are on the streets killing one another and putting out music that encourages their offspring to do the same. The real problem in Black America is that Kanye and Candace put on a White Lives Matter t-shirt. So let's focus on that instead. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay, guys, before we continue, I want to talk to you about Front Page Magazine. Founded by conservative writer David Horowitz, Front Page Magazine has spent over two decades combating the radical left's efforts to destroy America. Their two new podcasts, The Right Take with Mark Tapson and The Jason Hill Show, offer riveting interviews and insightful coverage of politics, culture, and current events. It takes a village to combat the radical left's efforts to destroy America. That's why, as a fan of my show, you should also check out these guys over at Front Page Magazine by visiting frontpagemag.com. And while you're there, you can support their cause by making a tax-deductible donation. Inside every progressive is a totalitarian screaming to get out, and no one understands that better than the team over at Front Page Magazine. Go check out frontpagemag.com today. 
Do you know what else I uh, said to Kanye over breakfast? I was saying to him that when I look at people and when I speak to people, I actually acknowledge that so many of them are just bots. When I say bots, I'm not talking about Instagram bots or Twitter bots. I'm talking about individuals who are so clearly programmed. It's like an algorithm and they all have the same algorithm. They're like droids that are walking around in society. BLM, check. You know what I mean? The little flag, the Ukraine flag, check. The the LGBT flag. And they're all just the same person being processed over and over and over again. And that's how you know that the system is feeding them information. And they don't even realize, they don't even mean, they don't even mean to be vicious and angry because they are, they've just become the algorithm, right? These people are quite literally responding to an algorithm that has been decided for them, that has been programmed into them. And that is how I feel right now as I'm taking a look at some of these comments. It's, they don't even realize that these comments are not their own. These aren't their own perspectives. These are perspectives that are passed around the world and they think it's their own. They have one person who said regarding us wearing the White Lives Matter t-shirts last night, this is Eaton Thomas. He said, the reason why there is no need for you or Kanye West or anyone else to wear a White Lives Matter shirt is because never in the history of this country has the value that America puts on white lives ever been in question. Okay, so why are you mad when we wear it? Eaton, why are you mad? What are you upset about? If it's not even a question, then why are you bothered? Why did it ruffle your feathers? Just if it's not even a question, right? If the air I breathe is not even a question. I don't protest when somebody is just breathing air. You have Darren Trank who wrote, Candace, you don't get that you're just undermining a movement by imitating their name and logo. You're simply not worth anyone's time. No, Darren, what you don't understand is that I intend to undermine the movement. That's what I've been doing. I've been undermining the Black Lives Matter movement because I'm not an idiot. And it's clear that the result of the Black Lives Matter movement has been more destruction for black lives. It is clear that black people are being programmed in the same way that you have been programmed to think that the movement is for you when it's not. It has stripped our communities further. The places where these riots took place are further impoverished. Black people did not become richer since the George Floyd riots. They actually factually became poorer. The poverty rates for black children and black adults has gone up since the Black Lives Matter riots. Oh, but at least you got to put the Black Lives Matter logo in your profile, didn't you, Darren? What is it, the little, is it the fist pump? I intend to undermine the movement. Onto another droid. Candace, another deflection. This country doesn't have a history of treating white lives like they don't matter. Okay, well, black people have a history of treating black lives like they don't matter. And now we have taken on the DNA of it, right? We are basically saying, and this is crazy because another point that I made is that the N-word, right? Something that you're not allowed to say unless you're black, which I want to read to you the history of the N-word. So the N-word actually used to have a definition. It used to have a clear definition of an ignorant person. It was not an ignorant black person, but any person that is tremendously ignorant was considered the N-word. So of course, they referred to slaves who were ignorant because they were not allowed to read according to slave codes, right? They were not allowed to become learned individuals or to become further educated. They referred to them as the N-word. Now, recently, I just found out they've updated the definition of the N-word. If you look it up, I did it this morning. And when you read the definition, it says it's an insult to black people. 
So we've actually now expanded the definition to mean just black people in modern times, not black and slave back in slave times, but in modern times. Now we say the N word is just meant for black people. And I came across this article in the New York Times that made me laugh. It's so preposterous. It made me laugh. And it so embodies the circumstance that black people are in today. Again, this is a quote from the New York Times, 1998. It says, the word N-word has been used in America since the 18th century as an offensive insult, but pronounced nigga, it can also be used among some African-Americans as a term of endearment. Oh, okay. So it's like the first portion of that is for people that are smart and educated, right? The N-word has been used in America since the 18th century as an offensive insult. Okay, cool. But if you're stupid, right, and you're ignorant and you actually embody the N-word, then please know that you can use it as a term of endearment. Once again, we have a circumstance where we are being sold back our own oppression and told to celebrate it. I see it over and over and over again. Black people are being taught to embody the N-word, even down to the literal N-word. We are being told, this is cool. Say it. Say it in your parlance. So they used to call you it, but now we want you to call yourselves it. And we do it. By God, we do it. It's in our music. In fact, we are so proud of our usage of the N-word that we yell at people if they're not also black and saying it, right? We're like, no, that's, no, we are the ignorant ones. Only we are allowed to say this words. I have to imagine that there is some alternative universe where people are just sitting back laughing. Like they're playing, it's almost a video game at this point. They're sitting back and they're thinking, okay, no way. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, ready? It's, it's, it's like Practical Jokers or uh, Ashton Kutcher in Punked in MTV. They're sitting in a van and we're like, do you think that you could get black people to actually say, just call themselves the N-word? No, no, no way. They're not that stupid. They're not, yeah, oh my God, they're doing it. They're actually doing it. They're saying the N-word, they're calling themselves. <gasps> okay, okay, I'm gonna level up here. Do you think that you can get black people to not only call themselves the N-word, but to be mad if anybody else says it outside of them? Like they're, it's just their word? Oh my God, oh my God, but they're actually doing it. And the same people that are sitting in this truck, punking society, just seeing how far black America will take it, are just upping the ante, it seems, every day. I go back to what I said earlier, right? Obesity. They're sitting in the truck and they're like, okay, Lizzo is fat. Lizzo is very fat. Lizzo is obese. And obese is very obviously the number one killer in society. Do you think that we could get her to be proud of being fat and to tell other people that they should be proud to be fat. No, 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 no. Should we see if she will go as far as to have a Netflix docu-series of her having a bunch of other fat people compete to work with her? No way she's going to do it. Oh my God. She's doing it. She's doing it. They're proud to be black. Oh, I mean, they're, they're proud to be fat. She's on stage as she did a couple of weeks ago, accepting a trophy saying how when she was growing up, she never saw people that were fat like her. And now she's proud because she's receiving an award. In fact, I bet the people that are in this little punked band are creating the awards. Okay, let's award them every time they do something that is harmful to themselves. I know what we should do. Let's give Cardi B a Grammy. <laughs> she barely even speaks English. I know, I know she just like makes noises. What if we gave her a bunch of followers and promoted her and had her further denigrate the language 
Tell people to be proud that they're ghetto. Make them think that it's cool, that it's popular. Do you think that we could do it? Yes, let's do it. And so it goes. That's what's happening. Somehow, the people that I, I have to hope are playing the biggest prank on Black America have trained us to say the N-word, have trained us to celebrate to celebrate obesity, have trained us to celebrate our lack of education by giving us a bunch of false idols, have trained us to think that gang banging is cool, right? It's in the music. It is now in the music that kids are putting in their ears when they put on a pair of headphones. And so they ignored the fact that last night Kanye had a bunch of children running around singing in Latin, singing Christian music, singing things that were good, that were productive for the future. They ignored all of that at his show last night. And they instead focused on the White Lives Matter messaging because they said, you know what? God forbid Black Americans get an idea that they could be something other. God forbid Black Americans get an idea that these things that we are programming within their society are actually harmful. No, 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 no. Let's turn Kanye West into enemy number one. That's what's happening. And it pains me to see that people still don't get it. It wasn't Kanye West that put the White Lives Matter t-shirt on first. You did. You did by intentionally ignoring what Black Lives Matter would actually mean if it was applied. It would mean taking a look at all of these statistics that I've just riled off to you. It would mean taking a look at the real problem that is happening, which is our culture, a celebration of perversity pitched to us as if it's diversity. It's not. It is not diversity that we are celebrating. It is perversity. You think that it's something to be proud of. It's not. So when you say something like, oh, Candace Owens, we don't want you in our culture. You don't understand black culture. I have to keep reminding you that I don't want to be a part of this culture. I want to destroy it. I want to destroy it further than it's already destroyed itself. I want to go backward. Your idea of progressivism is clearly regressive. Our children cannot read. This is a new plantation. All of the same problems, right? When slavery was in existence, there were a lot of things that needed to be maintained to make sure that the slaves never woke up. The first being the breakdown of the black family. Slaves were constantly being sold. Booker T. Washington, in his book Up From Slavery, talks about the fact that when his mother was sold and his mother was taken away from him, he didn't even cry because so often where slaves moved around that the understanding of family values, that core of the family meant nothing to them. They felt nothing. They also made sure that slaves were not allowed to learn how to read, right? It was so necessary to maintain slavery, to make sure that their minds were never educated because when there's nothing going on, You can insert information into the bot. You can insert information into the robot. Hello, Black America. It is happening again. Why do you think they don't pay attention to the 80% of Black boys in the fourth grade that cannot meet reading standards in the state of California? Why don't they want to talk about that? Because it's perfect. It's empty air to insert information into. It is why they want those black boys and those black children to look up to Cardi B so they can further insert information that will guarantee they are incarcerated, celebrating the street lifestyle. When you attempt to dignify the undignified, this is what happens. This is the result. But no, I guess the 
the real issue. The only topic of today is how dare Kanye West? How dare Candace Owens? And in response to that, I think the only thing I can say is how dare you? How dare you continue to insist on our stupidity? How dare you continue to reject all of the real problems and make a mockery of those of us who have the courage to stand up and continue to point them out? And how dare you think that I'm going to shut up now? And that's all I have to say about that. Did you know that a baby's heart begins to beat at just three weeks? A heartbeat is a child's only defense in the womb. At five weeks, a heartbeat can be heard on an ultrasound. And that's where Preborn steps in, rescuing 200 babies every day from abortion simply by providing a mother with a free ultrasound and allowing her to hear her child's heartbeat and see their perfectly formed body in the womb. I was just kind of like, Lord, if this is, you know, if this is the way, you know, let me know. If this is not the way, give me a sign you know, before I walked through these doors. And I was, as I was getting ready to walk up the steps and touch the doorknob, you know, a guardian angel. And he just told me, he was like, baby, you don't have to go in there. And he was like, I know someone that can help him. Just to see the development of a baby that small, and I say baby because, I mean, he had little arms and legs. And <laughs> I mean, you know, it was actually a, a human, you know, and to see that and to have that physical and that contact once you look at that, I think it just pulls on your heart a <laughs> little. By six weeks, the baby's eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her thumb. Preborn needs our help to save these precious souls. For just $28, you could be the difference between the life or death of a baby. And if you become a monthly sponsor, you'll receive stories and ultrasound pictures of the lives that you helped rescue. All gifts are tax deductible and 100% of your gift donation goes toward saving babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Candace. That's preborn.com slash Candace.